My name is Solamesh, from Solopet village. Once I was working in my agricultural field. Electric wires were hanging low. When I was passing by the field, I got in contact with the wires. I was electrocuted and my head was burnt. I got stitches in the chin. My teeth were broken and I was in coma for a few days. My name is Srinivas. I'm from Gatesk. One of my younger cousins, along with his friend, had gone to fly a kite. The kite was struck between the electric wires. When they were trying to pull it out, they got burnt due to the flashes and they died instantly. My name is Raju. I am from Solapit village. While working in the fields, I got an electric shock due to the leakage of electricity into the starter box body. My hand was burned and I had to undergo surgery for the same. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. Electricity has changed the world. Electricity is invisible, odorless, and cannot be detected with our senses, usually. Still, it's there. You need this energy for almost everything nowadays. Lights, fridges, most technical devices. But electricity can also be dangerous. It is obvious that natural light is a source of life. Without it, life is not possible. One of the most important inventions of mankind is the electric light. We can affirm that artificial light has allowed us to work, to live and ultimately to enjoy time periods that otherwise it will be impossible for most of us to take advantage of resolving things where we need to see. Licht in German, Luz in Spanish, Lux in Latin, Kanti in Telugu. Telugu is one of the official languages in Telangana, India, and my guest today lives and works in this Indian state. Kantari alumni Satya Ila. India has one of the world's highest numbers of fatalities due to electrical accidents, especially among farmers. Satya founded Kanti, which means light, a social enterprise that addresses the lack of awareness and response preparedness among villages in Telangana. Through practical training on safety, Satya has been able to save the lives of many farmers and prevent unnecessary accidents. Welcome, Satya, to our podcast. Thank you, Ampere. That was a very warm welcome. I really appreciate it. I appreciate that you took the time, Satya. You are also an innovator and you have developed an electrical insulator device to protect communities exposed to dangerous, poor quality electrical infrastructure in public spaces. So, do you think you can describe this device for our listeners and tell us what it does? And thanks for the question, Ampere. The innovation which we created is the safe electrical starter. So the place where I came from, most of the farmers use groundwater to do the agriculture practices. So to pump that groundwater, they need electricity. And to operate that groundwater and the motor, they need a switch called electrical starter. So that is the place where every farmer come in contact with electricity and the motor. So that switch was being hazardous due to poor quality and the low maintenance by the farmer. So my innovation, which I created, was a low-cost, completely shock-proof and weatherproof electrical three-phase starter. So this starter, what it does, when I said it is completely shock-proof, we made the complete enclosure, which is completely into uh, like water-resistant, and it is made up of fiberglass material. 
and talking more about the internal components of the that starter it has all the features which also controls the electricity which also regulates the power which doesn't allow any shock circuits to happen it all rather than also saving the lives of farmers it also protect the health and the condition of the motor so in this way my innovation is helping the farmers and also as the electrical infrastructure to sustain in a long run okay so it looks like a, a normal electrical box kind of yeah so the starter when i'm talking about the electrical pump it is called submersible pump so it is inside the ground which farmer uses and it is connected to electricity where a box is hanged on the top of a tree or on the top of a pole so that starter when farmer go to do the agriculture practices a pipe is directly connected from the underground to the farm so to operate or to pump that water from the underground there is a motor inside the ground and to operate that motor they have a switch so they go and operate that switch and then the water pumps from the motor to the farm so we designed that switch in a way that it is completely shock proof and it also protects the motor which is inside the ground and helps the farmers to get maximum productivity that sounds like a great innovation i would say satya you are the founder of kanti an organization that promotes electrical safety by providing training camps for farmers in rural villages let's talk about your project a bit what does it stand for and why do you call your project light the people i'm addressing here are farmers so when you get a broader picture of the farmers the image of the farmers in my community the farmer is a breadwinner so he's a head of the family so what happens when a head of the family loses his life so entire family is in social darkness and especially in the community where i came from the women are discriminated and the young children due to poverty they are dropping out from schools and colleges this is leading to a social darkness so when i saw the huge problem in the society i thought i need to start a project where i help these people who are in social darkness to get back into the light so that triggered me to name my project as project kanti and that's a beautiful name i think so what exactly are you doing so when i uh, when i was talking about the problem of electrical accidents or death due to electric shock so the main reason why this electric shocks are causing is like lack of awareness in the rural communities simple negligence which farmers do which lead to a huge fatality and the third thing is poor electrical infrastructure so when i go to work i try to address these three things the very first thing we need to address is like lack of awareness so we gather farmers in a place where we describe about what is this innovation and what is the root cause of the problem and what is this problem is leading to a bigger social darkness so when we explain that the farmer gets aware of how big the problem is and to address the simple negligence we made a, a video in the local language it was made in the local language so that every farmer can easily understand so we display that video to farmers and help them understand what is the problem how what are the simple steps they can take to solve the problem in this way we avoid this negligence from the farmer side and to address the poor electrical infrastructure 
we go as a team and do a survey of how electrical infrastructure is looking like and we come up with the innovation and install in the field so this is how usually our day starts and day ends 2018 after you finished your formation as a social change maker in your dream speech at Kantari you said that by 2020 you were planning to reduce the electrical death rate in the region by up to 10%. Could you meet that goal and how is it going now in 2021? In the strategical way like uh, when we get into the figures of uh, how the electrical rates has been reduced by now and I can say I have a beneficiaries of more than 300 farmers who are already using the starters and there are up to 10,000 farmers to which the awareness has been reached. So according to statistics i might not say it has reduced by 10% but it has reached very close to 10% it is around 8 to 10% and the number itself which motivates us to move forward and work more harder yeah but still i mean it's amazing that um, you manage around 8% from this 10% you said before is is like a huge number <laughs> thank you thank you A tragedy was what led to the launching of Kanti and the trauma of this tragedy will haunt you and follow you for long you've said many times do you mind talking about what happened about the roots of Kanti yes yes when it was like when i was 6 years old i was very young and it was the beginning of spring telangana it is a beautiful place where we celebrate the spring where every farmer has produced their own food grains at that it is like a festival for us so to celebrate that festival we play with flying kites so as as a very young kid i used to love playing with flying kites and i was on my rooftop preparing my kite and i was so happy watching sky full of colorful kites and all and when i was playing with the kite i suddenly saw a crowd gathering in the street so as a very young and curious kid i thought like why why don't i just go and try to grab uh, someone might be like distributing some sweets or something like that as a curiosity i was just going there and surprisingly i found that there was a lifeless body lying on the ground oh. and it was my friend his kite got struck in electrical wire and to get the kite when he was pulling he got electrocuted and lost his life on spot so this incident triggered me when i was very young and that made me start doing research about why what is this electricity like why it is taking lives and while doing research i found that most of the farmers are losing their lives and that is where my project is aligned towards now yeah i'm so sorry to to hear that i mean friendship is one of the most important things we have in life and i'm sure that losing a friend to death is a huge tragedy for everyone so for a 6 year old is much more difficult i guess so how did these circumstances affected you uh, as a young kid like, as a young child it created a trauma like i was i started being scared of ghosts i started being scared of darkness and i i, I was even scared to go to washroom and pee and i used to pee in my bed even my parents rather than like parents and friends then supporting me they started like criticizing or and they started making fun like why you are grown up now you are like you are like 14 years 13 years you are still sleeping with parents and it has triggered me a lot like 
I, I decided one day, like enough is enough. I can't even see the worry in my parents or any of the family members around me. I need to overcome this fear. And with that motivation, I decided as I was very young, right? Like I was thinking like what exactly will help me to come out of fear. And as a young kid, we usually like playing video games and watching movies. Mm-hmm. So I thought, why don't I use this medium to overcome my fear so i started watching horror movies in the night <laughs> and i started and i started playing scary video games okay and it worked one night i was watching movie i paused the movie went to watch the melon in the night came back and i started watching movie and i was no more scared <laughs> and it worked yeah so but there was one question which was still haunting me for a long time what exactly killed my friend what is this electricity so that triggered me to get into engineering and i'm an electrical engineer talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah one noticed that you slowly began to overcome your fears still you also have said that the questions surrounding electricity safety and the death of your friend lingered on forever that's actually the reason what you studied in the university and founded after the cantari scholarship kanti Can we get a picture of how the situation in Telangana is in this particular field? So Telangana is the youngest state which was formed in India. So being a youngest state, the resources which was there in the state or the infrastructure development which was happening or the public infrastructure, it was a big question mark and everyone were like even questioning the leadership. So I'll give you more insights about how Telangana looked like. So we are located in the Deccan Plateau and there are very few rivers or freshwater lakes which flows through the landscape. So most of the people to get water even for drinking or agriculture or industry they pump water from the ground. So I'll give you more insight about the project I'm working where talking about farmers. So you can see most of the people in telangana i could say more than 70% of population directly or indirectly depending on agriculture it can be agriculture produce it can be for marketing or it can be for daily use so mostly you can see agriculture lands around here and electricity plays a very major role as i said it is a youngest state the public in- infrastructure was always been a challenge government was trying to build beautiful infrastructure for everyone but they did a small mistake by lacking of creating awareness how to utilize this infrastructure yeah that's important yeah. so that is a place where project kanti stood out and took this responsibility to create awareness not only among farmers it is also among young children or people who need to understand how this electricity might affect or how this electricity might cost the lives uh, the public infrastructure mostly when you see in my place is like overhead power lines so uh, the electrical wires are not underground so they are exposed to the public and when i talk about overhead power lines it has the power capacity like the higher voltage power lines are much higher and the lower voltage power lines are much lower and when you see when the distance is increased the wires come very close to the ground yeah because they are hanging eh? 
they're hanging and uh, due to the temperature, the sagging and all, and the climate change. So it sags. It comes very close to the ground. And talking about the maintenance of infrastructure, people might quickly react when they see any hazardous environment in the cities. But I'm talking about villages, which are very far from all this administration or maintenance. So even though a farmer complain about a wire is sagging very close to the ground, it takes months sometimes to come and fix the problem. And by then, there are many hazards happening in certain situation, in certain point. And talking about hazards, it's not always about human who are losing their life. I saw in the research, there are many cattle losing their life. There are many innocent animals who are losing their life just by coming in contact with the wires. And talking more about the infrastructure which farmer uses, it directly comes from overhead line to the transformers and from the transformers to the farmers. These transformers, are they safe? Like I, I really appreciate that question. So when, when we are talking about the transformers, even they are in the same situation. I was surprised to see the wires which are very close to the ground are not even fenced. The transformer is just kept, which is very accessible for anyone who pass closely to, through the transformer. So even to address that, we created a lot of awareness. We had made, built some fences around the transformers. And coming back to the infrastructure where farmer come in contact with. So they're exactly the boxes the electrical starters, the innovation which I'm talking about. So there it is, the simple operation of the electrical starter is on and off. It is just on and off. So the traditional conventional box which you find farmer using is made up of metal box. So what happened this metal box when rain comes due to improper maintenance, nobody had created any awareness. So that wires get in contact with that metal box. And what happens, the entire metal box become a conductor. Yes, of course. And electricity is very unique. We can't see or feel electricity. And farmer, when he's very busy or very occupied about the farming work, he'll just try to simply go and operate the motor because he wants water. He'll be in a rush. He will not take any precaution. He'll not see if he's wearing the glasses or not. So in the same way, many incidents happened in our report. So this is all about the infrastructure uh, which you see in Telangana. And I'm um, uh, like recently due to the project Kanti and lot of pressure which is created in the electricity board, we can see most of the transformers are now fenced and are really happy for that change. And the second thing is like, even the government, the electricity board is trying to support our project by creating awareness to more farmers. No, that's great because I think most of the farmers make the risks and work unprotected in the wires because of the costs. They prefer to put themselves in danger instead of investing in a more secure way, one might say. Yes. So that's what I wanted to ask you. How is or, or how was the reaction to your project? I really appreciate Like uh, When we talk about innovations, they are a bit expensive. And when we are talking about the farming community, they can't afford expensive innovation. And it was a very big challenge for us in the initial stage because even though the innovation is safe and even though it is like completely protecting the lives and even though it was completely saving the money 
without damaging the motor but still there was a gap the farmers compare with the product which is available in the market and the innovation which we are trying to take it to to the farmers so what we did though farmers were very interested though farmers were realizing that this would save the lives due to the unaffordability it was a challenge so rather than getting disappointed what we did was like we started raising funds we started talking to the local foundations or or the local leaders the farming leaders who are ready to support our project and the very first donor which we got who supported was like ietly institute of electrical and electronics engineers so they started supporting us uh, like financially to subsidize so my concept was like not to give farmer for free if we give any innovation for free they might take it for granted and it will lead to more danger yeah that's right hmm. so that's the reason we started giving it for 50% subsidy and my innovation was more affordable than the innovation or the traditional product which was available in the market in that way we could help farmers and also implement the innovation no yeah, it's just great it's great i'm happy that that it work and that the people react positively so what are the most common causes of death by electricity which kind of accidents used to happen and more importantly how can you avoid them the most of the electrical accidents lead due to the climatic change so as i said we we live close to equator in the deccan plateau we have a rains often and when it rains the infrastructure or the electricity is completely invisible and when i was talking about this wire the electrical overhead wires coming close to the ground just imagine it is raining and there is water around the around the path which people are walking when one electrical wire come in contact with that water the people who are in in contact with that water will get affected so this is a case where uh, there are many cases in national crime records bureau which was reported due to uh, the season and the second the common deaths which happened due to electricity was when we are walking in the street you see the poles electrical poles and it it, it is very tall people feel it is harmless and while walking they'll simply touch just like uh as a, as a common pleasure or something like uh, it, it, it it happens very casually yeah 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 i know i know yeah they just bump uh, that electrical pole and they'll start walking so what happens when the electrical pole is not properly grounded or when a bare wire is coming in contact with that metal pole you get electrocuted and even this is a cases where many people lost their life and coming back to the beneficiaries where i'm talking about the farmers so farmers what happen when they are grazing cattle the, in the villages there is very few access to the light it is mostly the dark and when they are walking they can't see where the electrical wires are and when the wire is very close to the ground they can't see and in the darkness there are many cases where farmer got electrocuted when they got in contact with this overhead lines and there are also some cases where people put electrical fences around the field to avoid any animal intervention or to avoid any theft so what happens uh, they don't really check the 
voltage or the intensity of current which is passing through it and in the dark cattle anyone can come in contact with that any human can come in contact with that and they are losing their lives and very recently i'm happy to say that uh, the power electricity regulatory board has banned this electrical sensors and we are also coming up with new innovations how we can save our field from any interventions like uh, any animal intervention or so we are going to use sound to avoid yeah that's great good idea so in in that way it, this is one of the reasons like how electricity affects and talking about the starters the innovation which i designed that is a place when farmer is in a hurry or like farmer didn't realize that wire is in contact with that metal box in a hurry they will just want to on and off the starter so when they try to do that they get electrocuted since you are doing this great advocacy project may i ask what should i do when hit by electricity oh that, that's uh, i mean that's a challenging question because <laughs> when you are like having the electrical shock the most of the body gets paralyzed so you can't uh, like do something yourself so there should be some person who need to hit you with a wooden stick the place where you are in contact with the electrical wire and in that way they can save your life okay and electricity is is very unique like even the small amperes of the current when it transfers from your hand and directly through your heart and to the ground you will lose your life in seconds and if it is just passing through your muscles and the skin tissue you'll get burns but one thing is common is like you can't react when you are getting electrocuted you can't really get out of it like you can't pull yourself out from electricity there should be someone who need to help you and there are many tips like uh, how you can save a person who who got electrocuted and he's still breathing so all the techniques uh, you can find a video in the kanti channel which <laughs> we made in which we made public yeah but you can give us at least one uh, and uh, like one is like the technique where you need to make sure you are not pouring water when person is getting electrocuted once you saved someone from electrical shock never ever pour water on their skin or or on their body what happens was like if still electricity electrical wire is in contact with you that water will become a conductor and it it becomes hazardous and when the skin is burned pouring water will not save person it will make it more worse so better when you see any person who got electrocuted and still breathing you try to provide some air rather than crowding him around and don't uh, let him exposed to the air just try to wrap the entire body with some cloth or some any a bag which is available around you so that uh, his skin starts uh, getting singed and he is able to get air or oxygen in his uh, like respiratory system now oh, interesting so this happens like uh, most of the times when accidents happen people get crowded around and due to this crowd what happens the person who is suffering will not get enough air to breathe and it will lead to the death mm. incredible and uh, i would also give one uh, like simple suggestion when we see any electrical wire which is broken and falling into the 
ground you should never go close to that you might feel the if you only get contact with the electrical wire you get electric shock but no even when electrical wire is in the ground there is a intensity of electrical field up to 40 feet so never ever go to any electrical wire if you feel it is in in contact with the ground and you will be exposed to the danger so please avoid and try to call some electrical regulatory team so that they'll come and fix thank you so much for these tips you have gave us and if you don't mind there was i was watching of this video you um you recommend which i also also recommend is a really a really good one you were giving this example of uh, being hit by electricity with a car yes yes what what happened in this case what should i do uh, when you are driving a car and when you suddenly hit a electrical pole and the electrical pole is in contact with your car so what happens entire electrical car body will become conductor so you should not rush to open the door and put the leg on the floor so you should first thing you need to make sure is like if someone is running towards you to help or to save you try to say no because he might not see the electrical wire is in contact he might simply rush and suddenly touch the body of the car and he will get electrocuted and then very next thing you need to do is like you you should never touch any metal parts of the car you need to slowly open the car door and make sure you are like sticking the car door with a water bottle so that it will not get closed when you are stepping out and never step out in a casual way like walking because what happens when you are walking your one leg is in contact with the ground and the other leg is in contact with the car so what happens through the effect of grounding you will get electrical shock because the elect- electrical intensity is way around the car so you will also get shock from the ground so you need to make sure when you are stepping out of the car you need to use this method called hopping it is just like hop you need to put your both the legs in contact with each other and jump out of the car at a time so that your legs are landing both the legs are landing at a time and in the hopping process like jumping uh, slowly and walking away as i said like any electrical intensity is up to 40 feet so up to 40 feet you can simply hop or if you are not able to hop you can simply slide your legs so that you are not making one space for one leg and other leg in the air so in that way you can get out of the danger zone and you can save your life mhm interesting okay good to know what other safety procedures or what safety procedures does one need to follow to protect oneself from electrical accidents yes like uh, that's a wonderful question so talking about the domestic use of electricity we all use electricity in our daily lives and most of us has very young children in the home where uh, where they they are not aware of what is this hazardous of uh, hazard of the electrical wire so talking about children safety i'll start with children so you should make sure that every plug of your home is completely insulated so the modern plugs when we see they have this plastic cap when you put a plug inside that only then it will open other than that it will be closed so that no children will put any finger or uh, come in contact with the electricity and 
never put any electrical appliances or electrical uh, switches very close to the ground so that children will go in contact with that and talking about we as a person like who use electricity every day we i mean we listen many problems many issues which happens for example i'll give you a case study so i got uh, one of my beneficiary called and said uh, sir we are trying to take a shower and while taking shower we are getting electric shock like we are feeling that shock while touching the tap so in these cases never rush never rush to do something or uh, never rush to pull out the tabs and see what exactly happening there might be a electrical wire coming in contact with water or there might be electrical wire coming in contact with the metal tabs so try to contact some electrical expert who can come electrician who can come and check and save it for you and talking about the general safety as i said when you are walking in the public infrastructure or when you see there's a overhead line or when you see there's a wire which is broken never rush to fix it try to see you are properly insulated you are properly uh, wearing a shoe or wearing a gloves and then try to fix it even in the home we see many man rush to or fix when they see any electrical uh, appliances damaged so never rush take time and there is one simple tip when you feel like any metal body is uh, exposed to electricity people just simply go and touch it like check to check <laughs> <laughs> i noticed it like even to check the electric jug whether it is uh, conducting or not yeah, it's a reflex simply, yeah they try to it but what happens uh, when you see your hand when you touch it in a straight forward way when electricity is really in contact with that surface your hand contracts so what happens when you are catching a metal handle just to check when it contracts you will catch it much tightly what happens it will allow more electricity to pass through your body so to avoid that and if you want to believe in your instincts and all what you can simply do is like uh, you can simply turn your hand and from the back back side of your hand you can tap it if you if uh, electricity is still there it will contract towards your body so that you can your reflexes will automatically pull your hand out so i mean i don't encourage people to do that even that is <laughs> like <laughs> they mean either mean either but uh, it's a good option yeah. i mean yeah, it's a good option <laughs> You said before that uh, it is common that the electricity cable hangs a low distance from the floor. So I know because I've been in India about the big processions of idols and chariots in India. So with a lot of big trucks carrying big figures of them. Isn't it also really dangerous? Yes, yes. I mean I really appreciate for asking this question. Even in my place there is this festivals which happen like where people carry big big idols around in the trucks and all these wires are very close to the ground and what happens the youth get excited they'll try to carry a wooden sticks and try to pull the electrical wires up and down so that the cart may pass so what happens in the worst case they never check that the stick is made up of wood or metal so just imagine a metal stick is in contact with the overhead line they get electrocuted and in the worst cases what happens when they simply bump 
uh, bump into any electrical overhead lines without watching a live wire can uh, like disconnect from the overhead lines and fall on the truck just imagine people in the entire truck will experience electric shock and even those cases were reported so i really uh, i mean when you are carrying any electric truck we should make sure like when you are going in a truck the electrical wires are not close to the certain height which you are carrying and when you find that there is electrical wires on your path try to recheck the path and go in a safe uh, in a safer path i mean uh, when we talk about the festivals like uh, the pl- the times where people go around in the trucks carrying the big big ideals so what usually government do is like they try to identify where this weak spots are like where the electrical overhead lines are close to the ground and they'll try to find a path where you can avoid this contacts so i would really appreciate like when you are uh, carrying any idol or when you are carrying any big material which exceeds the height of overhead lines you better contact the electricity board so that uh, they will advise the safest way to pass and it will not interrupt your work and it will not damage the public infrastructure that's right so speaking about identification i think you also in your dream speech you also talked about an app yes. you are developing or you have in mind to will that will be allowed people to identify like these spots where where there is like danger um how is it going with that we are in contact with uh, the designers so the basic app is already developed the only challenge we have is like most of the our beneficiaries are farmers and they live in they live in rural places where access to internet is very hard and even talking about the smartphones most of the farmers are adopting towards the smartphones in a very recent years so what we did instead of pushing ourselves to launch an app what we did was we try to create the awareness we try to create uh, like the digital literacy kind of thing we try to create uh, the knowledge among the farmers so so that using a smartphone how much knowledge they can gather how much skills they can gather so this way we are working now and very soon hopefully we'll launch the app because the design and preface is already developed and the only work pending is to launch so we want to make sure when we launch every farmer is access has an access to the app Yeah okay I understand because that will be my next question actually so how do you manage to people to actually collaborate and later on shifting attitudes and perspective once the awareness is there I mean to make sure like uh, uh, I mean we are talking about the community where people are farmers I can't say they are illiterate they have much education than us they have much instincts than us but the point is there is some intervention which needs to be done and when i talk about awareness or the knowledge sharing the knowledge should be sustainable the impact should be sustainable it should not look like i just went created awareness and i went back and things are normal so what we did was whenever we go to a village we try to identify the local leader he um, usually we call it as sarpanch okay in, in our place so he's a person uh, who's voice is heard by people 
and the second thing what we do is like share lot of stories with farmers because they might forget all these technical terms they might forget all this like knowledge which we are sharing but people rarely forget stories so we engage farmers we engage farmers and say there was a farmer just like you it was a happy family and when the electric electrical death happened this is the shift this is how they went into social darkness so this kind of show, stories really trigger them and I, i'll i'll be surprised to see most of the local people start sharing their stories like there's a woman who's saying like when they were trying to hang the clothes the they, they got electrical oh. shock because those wires where people hang the clothes are close to overhead line so when they try to hang it it is a wet cloth so when the wet cloth came in contact with a overhead line they got electrocuted so in that way there are many cases so we try to create this sustainable impact by creating a image on their heads and the ne- very next thing what we show is like it is not not only about saving their lives because the impact is sustainable when we also show some economical impact so what happens when i was talking about the electrical motor when the motor is exposed to bad electricity for example there's a voltage fluctuation or there is some phase difference the entire motor coil gets burned so i, I was talking about the submersible pump right the pump which is inside the ground so just imagine there is very water sensitive crops like groundnuts and flowers just because the motor is damaged the farmer should bring a jcb or he should bring some equipments or bring labor dig it dig inside the ground and remove the motor and after removing the motor he need to do that rewinding it takes couple of days in this couple of days he will lose his entire crop and it is a very huge economical yeah. loss it is for a farmer so when we showed like uh, when you use our innovation you will also save this kind of this kind of economical loss and not only the farm even the motor the cost for rewinding is very expensive it's a copper coil right and because of rewinding it like uh, i'll share your best example one of our beneficiary before he installed the innovation every year he used to do rewinding for 3 to 4 times and it's been 2 years that he's using our innovation and till now his motor is still <laughs> safe yeah that's great without any that's damage that's great so this is this is kind of stories we share this is kind of economical impact we create so that the change is sustainable yeah so i guess the uh, the response uh, f- for these farmers is like quite positive yes yes true So you really managed to break down a complex issue looking for simple solutions. Yeah, thank you. Feasible to access and use for everyone and that's amazing. What is the most challenging part of it? So talking about the challenges of course like uh, a person when he thinks of starting something on his own is the biggest challenge because <laughs> the resources are limited. People who trust you are limited and people who trust your innovation are limited. So when I first started rather than looking for fund or looking for money what i did was i started talking to farmers directly was directly asking them how i can help with my innovation and the biggest challenge is acceptance farmers were not ready to accept 
accept the new technology they were like ah my motor is working fine <laughs> <laughs> like why i need to implement this so it took time to design the entire structure like yes first i need to create awareness next i need to share stories and next i need to explain beneficiaries as we were discussing in the beginning when i started the project when i was explaining the innovation i was explaining lot of complicated terms like i was explaining this is the three phase protector <laughs> <laughs> and all these terms were very hard for farmer to understand and it took time for me to adopt that yes when you are talking to beneficiaries you need to talk in their own language so from there i understood in in that way we evolved and we overcome challenges yeah that's right actually why are repetitive awareness raising measures regarding electrical accidents instrumental uh, that that was a really good question when we are talking about repeating this electrical safety or like my message again and again and again is the communities so when i'm talking about the entire community the state called telangana it has villages different villages when you count the villages it is more than 10000 villages and they are like very small small communities where they have very less access to internet or very less access to the media what we need to do is like we need to engage them we need to gather them and try to create or try to spread the message so to do that we can it even the geographical location from one village to other village is very far so that's the reason we started selecting the villages where the electrical accidents are more and then started spreading the message and from there we were going to the villages where we got response from them like we heard about uh, your project in our neighboring village and there are some problems in our village too and in that way we started doing that and we started expanding our team and we started reaching more of the farmers so i have just one last question the one the one i i haven't asked yet which is for me like the most important what does kanti mean to you talking about kanti this is a project which embraced me like this is what i see where i finally found a solution like to avoid most of the people as i said like when i was very young i lost my friend in the same way just imagine the families losing the breadwinner it is like a very emotional barrier which happens it triggers and most of the people they still stuck in that social darkness just the way i was stuck in when i was in childhood so i thought like kanti should empower everyone kanti should empower people who are stuck in the darkness and help them get into the light so with that motivation with that i feel alive doing my project i feel great talking to farmers i feel great like implementing and making sure the places where we implement project kanti is safe and there are no more electrical deaths happening there so this is what encourages us and this is what motivates us thank you satya for this wonderful talk thanks a lot yeah thank you thanks for giving this opportunity i really appreciate definitely i'm really happy that you could manage to be part of the of the podcast too my guest today satya ila the founder of kanti lost his childhood friend to electrocution while flying kites they were 6 years old kanti promotes electrical safety awareness through local education camps 
Satya trains local communities in first aid and electrical safety and engages with local engineering college to raise awareness. To support this project, to know more about them, please follow kanti.org. And there we are at the end of the podcast to restore your faith in humanity. You'll find the stories of people sticking their necks out every Tuesday on Spotify, iTunes, our homepage, and every other place where you get your podcast. And if you subscribe, you don't have to look out for us. We'll be coming to you. Dear listeners, if there is a friend, a family member, an organization or someone you know who is doing a great work in the community, someone sticking their neck out, just nominate them as a giraffe hero or tell us about them. Come and visit us at giraffe-heroes.eu. My name is Jean-Pierre Aguiar-Durañona, and I hope you join us also on our social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. But more importantly, I hope you join us again next week. Stick your neck out. The weekly podcast of the Giraffe Heroes Foundation. 